I am 100% certain that we, the three of us, definitely hold a world record for the, the most amount of time on air talking about pencils. <laughs> I think you're right. Like in the world, in the, <laughs> yeah. in the, in the history of humanity, no one, no one has ever been recorded talking about pencils as much as we have. Unless there's this like crazy guy with like six inch long fingernails in his basement who just like <laughs> records himself talking all the time and doesn't publish it, but he's got like tapes and tapes and tapes of himself talking about pencils. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Erasable Podcast. I am on hosting duties tonight. I am Andy Welfley. Uh, and joining me we have Tim Wassum and Johnny Gamber. Hey guys. How's it going? Good. So uh, today we're going to um, ring in 2017. We're going to just flip the bird to uh, 2016 <laughs> with yes, all, of, all of our deaths, all of everything else that has happened. Um, that we won't go into. <laughs> As John Green would say, let the William Faulkner burn. <laughs> so we're, we're going to salute the finest pencils, paper, and pencil items of the year. Uh, and of course, we can't resist mentioning a few of the fails and blunders of 2016, not related to either our democracy or our celebrity. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyhow, um, yeah, so let's, uh, let's get started. Uh, Tim, what are you what are you consuming, and what are you writing with and on? I am consuming a glass of Pinot Grigio um, in ice because you know it's not cold enough. <laughs> of course, yeah. um, it just I just didn't have time to cool it off. But uh, that's not happening. And I am writing with the Blackwing Five Thirty, hmm. and I am writing on the Hester and Cook Notepad. The uh, I don't know the official name for it, but the American, the one that says American yeah. made up in the corner, yeah. the one they uh, sent, because I, I just love it. So smooth. Yeah. Um, I've, it's almost like writing on wrapping paper, like really nice wrapping paper. Yeah. <laughs> After Christmas, that's my point of reference, but um, it's it's just so smooth, and especially with the Blackwing, it's, it's my, my quite one, fantastic. My one complaint about that notepad is that the writing pad is that doesn't actually have like sequential numbers. Yeah. This is reproduced over and over. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand that would be a big pain in the butt to, like, actually do. <laughs> yeah, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, that's really cool. Cool. Yeah. How, how about you, Johnny? It's been a super Harry Potterific, is that, making that a word, holiday. So Charlotte and I saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Hmm. Which apparently everybody in the world saw before us, but we were sick and you know, busy. And I finally read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child which yeah. was the eighth story, and I will not mention my opinion. Okay. <laughs> if you like Harry Potter, read it. You know, it's interesting. What's The Cursed and Child? That's um, it's the, it's the play. It's, it's, it's the, the yeah, play. It's the, right. the script of the play that supposedly might make it to Broadway next next year, the year after next year. Okay. Yeah. I would – yeah, that's not that far. And, we have a meetup. <laughs> and Fantastic Beast is the one that um, – it's like a – like a textbook, like a fake textbook. Yeah, it was one of the books that she put out. They mentioned it in um, the original stories, and it was um, like a fundraiser for reading programs. I think she put out three of the books that they mentioned, and that was one. But this is um, not, you know, it's a story with yeah. Newt Scamander. It was really, really, really good. Eddie Redmayne, you know, he's amazing yeah. all the time. 
So yeah, it's. I mean, it was. This was like PG thirteen, so I couldn't take Henry. It was a little too scary. But Charlotte liked it a lot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I'm writing with Blackwing twenty four, which is black on a field note. Snowblind, which is white, because it kind of feels New Year's y. Yeah. Yeah. You got ringing on the old. I am um, <laughs> lately consuming the. Uh, I was watching The Crown on Netflix. Have you guys seen hmm. this? I think you yeah. have Johnny. Lee. Yes. Yeah. I keep falling asleep. <laughs> we we finished it. We, cool. we loved it. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's sort of like it's like the best parts of Downton Abbey, but like applied mm-hmm. to like real people, minus the soap opera. Minus yeah. the soap opera, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it's also just crazy to think that like like so many of those people are still alive today, like mm-hmm. like Queen Elizabeth and like Prince Philip. Um, it's the weirdest thing though is like John Lithgow plays Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah. and that's like a really weird choice, like. I'm just like, why do they see this like six foot four, like American, like Shakespearean actor and get him to play like this stooped over elderly British grumpy like guy? Yeah. It's, yeah. You just wonder like, did he want to play Winston Churchill? That's, that's, that's my the, guess. Uh, my, yeah, my hip extreme assumption <laughs> was yeah. that he, he wanted it very badly. Like, yeah. And I can like, see that. Yeah. yeah. I read that they, um, like the the door on their set for like number ten Downing Street, like his office and his home, they had to like widen the door so because like John Lithgow like would just dwarf everything because he's so tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you notice, he's always standing when other people are sitting, or he's always sitting when other people are standing. So you never see like how just freaking tall he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Hey. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention that I saw. I just watched Man, uh, Magnificent Seven. Oh yeah. Have any of you seen this? No. Mm-mm. The new one uh-uh. is fantastic. Okay. If you're a Western fan. Yeah. But I've I've never seen the original. <laughs> trying to think of who yeah. was in the original. A Yule Brenner. Yeah. In the original, but this one's got you know Denzel and Ethan Hawke and Chris Pratt, and it was it was great. But I was realizing as I was watching it that I was like, wow, this is a lot like Three Amigos. Like, oh my gosh, this is, this is the exact same plot as Three Amigos, which I don't know about the original Magnificent Seven, and maybe Three Amigos was made as like supposed to be like uh, the old Magnificent Seven. But yeah. It was the exact same plot. Like, it was kind of hilarious for me. I've seen Three Amigos like 150 times in my life, but yeah. um, this the, the concept of you got two, in, in both stories, you have a group of gunfighters like well one of them they're fakes and one of them they're real yeah and they go to this little town to like fight off this guy who's trying to take over everything and steal their land and so they train all these lay people to like shoot and make traps and set all these little things up around the uh the city to kind of ambush them so Hmm. but it was a very good movie so that's cool i'd highly recommend it if you're a if you're a western yeah western watcher also um Waiting for Sherlock. I'm very excited about that season Woo-hoo! four. Yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, Sunday. First, yeah, the first one will be out. I think I'm going to try to figure out how to watch it on the plane on my way back to California. I am in uh, Indiana right now, sitting in the cold. I got here. I actually missed. Did I tell you guys I missed my flight? Uh, I, I was following online oh, with your yeah. with your updates. I was. Uh, so we flew with our cats, and you have to like stand in the special services line when you do that, and. Um, the it was a two and a half hour long line like we didn't anticipate that it was ridiculous so uh yeah we missed our flight we caught a red eye 
and it was mostly fine. I watched I watched like half a season of Chef's Table, that show on Netflix. Yeah. Because now you can download some TV shows to your like to your device. So that was yeah, really great. Yeah. Um, I hope that I will be able to do that with Sherlock. We'll see. And uh, last thing I'll mention that I'm consuming, um, I went to see the new Star Wars, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It was. Um, I know some people who were like, "Oh, it's you know, it's not part of the regular, the original story. Like, it's I don't want to see it. It's going to be stupid." And first of all, you're wrong. Like, Darth Vader's in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and secondly, like, it was so good. It was. It was really good. I. I think one of the reasons I like Star Trek is because it's very like it's this very built out universe and there's like so many details and consistencies and continu- like continuums and things that are ha- that are, are happening and this just sort of like enriches the Star Wars universe, right? So I I originally when I heard that they were doing this I was like, "Oh, this is just Disney's money grab." Like that's that's dumb. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it, I still think it is a money grab, but I think like they, <laughs> they earned their money because it was really good. It was super good. Yeah. I, I saw it and I will 100%, I need to like ahead of time, I have to admit that I was sleep deprived and I actually fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> for like, for like maybe 15 minutes of it yeah. <laughs> at some point. Um, cause it, we went and saw it at like 1030 at night, which was a mistake. From the <laughs> um, but I liked it overall. I had some trouble because I I just had trouble caring about the characters. Yeah. Cuz you had to meet all of these characters for the first time. Yeah. So it made it a little a little difficult to track with it and I thought the the character played by um Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. He was like I feel like his only purpose was to sell action figures. That's true. Um, <laughs> He's got his We're trying to figure out what his problem is. My theory is that he has like space diabetes. Because he like he kept taking his like insulin and he had like robot Didn't, feet, so too much too much blue juice, yeah. too much blue juice. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. I need to see it again. Yeah, but I I I love that it exists, and it, it was interesting when you see it. And this isn't like a you know, big spoiler, but yeah, in the in the first fifteen seconds, there's no scroll. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of sets the tone that it's it's a whole different thing yeah. than it's like not Star the episodes. Wars. It's not Star mm-hmm. Wars, but it's a Star Wars story. Yes. Yeah. I I just really liked, and I think I mean it was you know kind of the point of it is that there was this big glaring pot hole, like plot hole in the um, in Episode Four. Like, mm. oh, how, why is it so easy to blow up the Death Star? Like, that's real dumb. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. that's really stupid. And so <laughs> this explains it. Like, you know, it was this isn't a spoiler, but it, like, oh, it was like done on purpose and like it was kind of built in and here's the subtleties behind that. So yeah, that was super good. What did you, if I may ask, sorry, sorry, Johnny, I don't mean to like exclude you from the conversation. <laughs> what did you think, um, Tim, about the like CGI, uh, general Tarkin? I thought that was amazing. It, I actually, did you notice yeah. it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely did. And it was cause I mean, as soon as you see him, like that looks a yeah. lot like him. So it looks a little off, Yeah, but it was pretty impressive. I thought I didn't. Yeah, I I would have much rather them do that than find some guy who like yeah. sort of kind of maybe looks like him. Yeah. So, and then there was a, you know with Leia at the end. Yeah, which I I went to go see it the like day after Carrie Fisher died. So oh, it was, and while cool. I was there, while I was there seeing the movie, and I came home is when I learned that um, that her mother had died. Hmm. So that was that was a little sad. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. And I am writing with, uh, like Tim, I'm writing with a Blackwing 530. We are all using the same core. Nice. And I'm, I'm writing actually in a uh, Bob Slate Mount Tom that Johnny sent me. <laughs> it's such a good size. Like it's a little bit bigger than a, like a field note. So it's definitely thicker. It's a mm-hmm. definitely a good size. So, um, so we are actually, uh, because we are um, doing a pretty short, just like roundup episode, uh, we are going to skip right to the main topic. We're not going to do fresh points today. Um, and then we will uh, kind of get into something a little bit more fleshed out in the new year. So um, before we kind of get started with our favorites and least favorites of last year, of t- 2016, I just kind of wanted to run down, uh, just recap all the different subscriptions that have come out this year. So, uh, so Blackwing for example, has, um, you know, the, the first of the year, uh, the volume 24 came out, the Steinbeck edition. That's the all black one with the, the firmer core. Doesn't it seem weird that that was this year? Like, yeah, it does. Felt like, Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Felt like it was, you know, much earlier than that. 24 already kind of rare. I know. Volume 24 came out. Uh, then it was volume 56, which is the summer. And that was the white and blue pinstriped edition. Um, the Joe DiMaggio, Yankees, what have you edition. Mm. Um, and that had the Pearl core, right? I think it was 602. No, 602. 602 yeah. core. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, then the volume 344 edition came out. That was the Dorothy Lang, um, kind of like reddish, dark room looking one. And uh, that was that was really great. That Which core did that have? 602. That had 602 as well. Okay. Yep. yep. Wow. We didn't have any, <laughs> any um, MMXs. Cores this or year. pearls, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. And then the five thirty came out just a couple months ago, and that was uh, the Gold Rush edition. Uh, not even a couple months ago, just like last month. Um, and that one's the also the twenty four core and has the new branding on it, and the new dustless eraser, and the beautiful like black stripe on the ferrule. So um, uh, a little later, we're going to actually try to like stack rank these a little bit and say like figure out which one our our favorite ones are. Um, and I think there's some trends too. We kind of pull, informally pulled the the Facebook group and uh, Twitter just to kind of see what people thought. And I think there's some interesting, like clear clear favorites. Um, so for the subscription, the Field Note subscriptions, um, the college editions, uh, spring was Sweet Tooth. You know, the perforated pages with the blank colored sheets of paper. Uh, people either loved those or hated those. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry that's that great team yeah. <laughs> tell, tell us how you feel um, there was the byline over the summer which was you know the reporter's notepad um, which also was pretty pretty controversial um, there's the lunacy edition which uh, was all black with the, the cut out moon which I really liked it's, mm-hmm. I, think, I think generally most people like them uh, and then there was black ice just uh, last month that was the perfect bound kind of like like chrome looking cover with the uh, the inside. So that one was that was pretty controversial too. Um right notepads of course kind of kicked everything off with Lenore, their black Poe edition. Um then came Kindred Spirit, which is my personal favorite. Um Johnny Johnny has some Kindred Spirit news, I think, since since last we talked. Oh yeah. So yeah. Chris needs you if you've got a blue notebook, to email hello at writepads.com with your mailing address and a picture of your blue notebook. 
Or if you're like me, a picture of your two blue notebooks. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> are, you, are you maybe the only one, Johnny, who has two? So far, and I bought them at the same store, too. It's freaky. Yeah, nice. It's good yeah. karma for shopping local. Yeah. Is there any sort of inc- so, yeah. incentive to mail Chris? Like, do you get anything special if you... Yeah, uh, there's some him? kind of prize or tchotchke mm. that you get if you've got a blue notebook, but he won't tell me what it is. Because <laughs> you're going to get two of them, right? <laughs> I better get two of them. Just <laughs> Henry has claimed one of mine already, so... I love you said it's because he... Henry liter- gets one. He literally thinks that everything that's blue is his. <laughs> yeah, and... I'm like, well, you're three. It's time to start learning how to write your name. So he's sort of leapfrogging. He's like, oh, here is an H. I'm like, awesome. So he'll write, learn how to write his name in one of those. Aww. Very Baltimore-ish. <laughs> um, okay, and then after the Kindred Spirit, there was the Royal Blue, which was the train one. Missing from this list, you know, everybody has four things they release. Right, Notepads only has three. Um, but we actually may have a little information about, uh, about the fourth mystery Notepad. Um, did you have anything to – any perspective on that, Johnny? Well, we all know what it is because yeah. we've seen pictures because we're, we're in awesome. the know. Oh, yeah. Trademark. <laughs> Inside. But, um, so things we're allowed to share are, um, yes, there are pencils. Early January, um, the paper is not blank. It is not lined and it is not graph. And mm, it's a color these are going to be really – yeah. <laughs> these, these could be the best ones they've done. And I really, really like their notebooks. So yeah. that says a lot. I think that's all we can say without giving it all away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the subscriber extra is very awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm super excited about this one. So we can't we can't wrap it up in our 2016 <clears throat> recap, but we'll just have five of them to talk about in 2017. So that's fine. Yeah. Fine by me. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So Johnny, tell us, um, and not even restricted to these to these subscriptions. Um, what are your favorite pencils of the the last year that came out so one pencil that um i don't know if cw got them before 2016 but i didn't try them until 2016 is the camel natural pencils mm-hmm. that we've talked about a few times with the um sort of eraser plug on this directly on the wood this the greatest pencil i love it it's smooth it's not too dark for how smooth it is they're yeah. fragrant they're beautiful the only thing is you know they're kind of expensive and they're really hard to get you can get them at like one store yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, it works out. Um the Lenore pencil, because it gave me the idea for my Raven tattoo. And it's beautiful. And the Blackwing Volume 344, which is probably my favorite Blackwing. Mm, or maybe tie with the 211, but yeah. What what is it about it that you that you like? Is it the appearance or the quality or both? I am a sucker for burgundy. Yeah. That's it. Me <laughs> too. It was like it was my wedding color. I just really like that color. Yeah. It was perfect for autumn. That's cool. So yeah. yeah. How about paper? Paper, I'm gonna go with Kindred Spirit. With a close second to that one being the Lenore for the same reason. Edgar Allan Poe and my tattoo. But um the paper in the Kindred Spirit that they used for the cover was a little more flexible and it's already a thick notebook, so you know, that was a little more pocket friendly and it wore very nicely. Um, my next one is right. Notepad's winter edition. Cause we know what it is and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep rubbing and, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, UB composition books because I use those for a national novel writing month and they're some of the best composition books ever. And 
I went up getting them for like a buck yeah. on a clearance. So that's even better. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do you have any like um, miscellaneous objects? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah um, brass pencil sharpener keychain, which is like one of my favorite possessions in the whole world. So that I need, to, I, I need to get one of those. Yeah, yeah, they have a CW. From what I understand, they come with a hole, and it's CW. They put the um, the ring on there, and the ring is perfect. It's perfect weight. Like they really get beat to hell when your keys. They look really good. You like and it. I've never around them. Would cut myself with it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> have you so, ever? Yeah, uh, that, that's, that's like Beyonce's favorite sharpener. Because <laughs> if you like it, you better put a ring on it. <laughs> It's heavy. It would really weigh your hand down. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what about some of your of your least favorite things this this time around? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, probably joining everybody in saying Field Notes Sweet Tooth. Because <laughs> how dare yeah, you? I mean, was it a super super useful object? Yeah. I feel yeah. like that was the start of the year where they were just like, nobody uses these things anyway. They just collect them. So here, collect yeah. this. <laughs> Yeah. We have, um, you know, Tina. Uh, you, I mean, everybody here follows Tina. Tina Koyama. Um, mm-hmm. She does some really just amazing little sketches in those. So, I think at one point yeah. everybody has traded with her because she uh, she loves those, especially the red ones or the orange ones. What flavor are they? I don't know. I don't know what they're supposed to be. Yeah, they're like in between. Yeah, they're pretty. They're like really pretty notebooks. They're just not not super good for writing in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is the which is the main downside, right? Yeah, they're really the pretty, but you can't, really can't do anything them. with the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Black Wings Volume 56 because I hate the Yankees and <laughs> I don't give a crap about Joe DiMaggio, and I think it's really ugly. <laughs> so sorry. Strike one, strike two, strike three. Right You're there. out. <laughs> yeah. uh, and um. I hope I'm not stealing this from you guys, but that point protector, not so much. <laughs> so, so we actually this has come out since we recorded last, and we were going to talk about it as a fresh point, but I think we can talk about it now. Um, yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah you got it. Um, <laughs> Tim, have you gotten one of these? Nope. I was planning oh. to, and then I uh, like, no. stopped planning to um, until something gets figured out. Do you? Um, do you just want to like go over the conundrum, Johnny? Yes, yeah, so if you were a Black Wings Volume subscriber, they, they included a little card where you got one for free, which was really cool. So you, they would tack it onto an order, or you could just pay like was like two sixty one shipping. I was like, sweet, awesome, but um, it doesn't fit on pencils. Hmm, whoops. Plus, like, so they make it in <laughs> black and they make it in silver, neither of which match most Black Wings because most of them have gold ferrule and gold imprint. Yeah. So that's confusing. And I know they, they, they did a lot of testing to get it to fit onto the pencil snugly, but on most of them, you just can't get them on the pencil at all. Yeah. So, and I feel like the production is not very good. Like my B is off center. It looked like someone had already used it a couple times when I got it. Hmm. And um, I think subscribers, we didn't have the choice to get silver or black. I probably would have gotten silver. Yeah. But I have the so, black. But if you, uh, basically, it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> Is it is it a um, have you messed with it with used it with other pencils that aren't black wings? Like, are there some pencils that it does fit really well with? Yeah, it's, uh, 
the black wings are a little uh, bit you know the black wings are like a little bit whider than like with the palmino hp some like does it if you try it on there i haven't tried it on that one but i've tried it on a couple other hex ones and it does it does fit a little better um it just i think i don't know i i know that they have really like tight tolerances it has to be like less than 0.1 millimeters like in order to just fit on that but yeah the the decision they made was to go with just a solid piece and have something that only fits up to like not even a quarter inch past where the point ends and the lacquer starts hmm. um whereas something like oh i think dan bishop was mentioning in the group like if they put like an o-ring in there they could very easily just like you know, easily put it in without damaging your point or damaging your barrel, I should say. Like a rubber O-ring? Yeah, like something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like in a bullet pen from yeah. uh, Fisher, but yeah. like inside the cap. So so the trouble that people were seeing is that, yeah, it's a very tight fit. And then you're actually like you damage the corners of your hex a little bit because you have to sort of like slide them on uh, past it. And uh, some people were actually seeing like seeing the paint just kind of chip too a little bit because... You know, there's a pretty heavy lacquer on those black wings. So yeah, they they re- released a blog <laughs> post a few days later, um, just basically about like, oh hey, like you're not supposed to put this on really up past past where the point meets the lacquer. Um, yeah, and I mean it was a I'm little not, bit. I think of, I'm looking at that right now. Yeah, just happened to be. It was a little bit of like reactive PR, I think, because they they noticed in the group how just like unpopular it was. Um, and I think I think most of it is like the fact that this thing costs ten bucks usually. Like obviously the subscribers got it for free, you know, plus shipping. But if they were to sell this individually, they're almost ten dollars. And like those little point protectors from like Daiso and what are they called, Johnny? Those Japanese. Oh, I don't ones. even know. The ones um, like the little Gary sold them for a while and uh, at No Geist, and you can buy them at Daiso. Uh, those little like metal point protectors with the slit up them, so you can like adjust the width. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, like those are you can get six of those for four dollars. You know, <laughs> so so they're just like a little bit over engineered, um, and just like I don't know what the right word is. Like ten dollars for a single point protector, and I lose those things all the time. So definitely not practical for me. I don't think they really like look. They don't match the style of the black wings very much. I think my black wings look much better with those like little cheap Japanese point protectors on them rather than this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they made it in gold and yeah. put an O-ring, I would pay ten bucks for it, yeah. maybe fifteen, because then you couldn't lose it, and it would be so pretty. Yeah, but I don't know what the black one was supposed to match, except that one black wing that nobody likes except yeah. me. So and it, the word black wing. Yeah, it has that. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, it has the black wing, like their little hex with a B logo that they use on some things, that the pencil itself doesn't carry at all. Like, you know, there's no... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I actually, oh. I, re- I really enjoyed the, the blog post that accompanied it. Like, I'll put a link in show notes. Um, but Alexander Poye kind of goes through a lot of it. Um, Alexander, I pronounced your name in a very, like, pretentious French way, and I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. If it is, awesome. If it's not, I'm sorry. <laughs> we've never actually talked in person um, but one thing he mentioned he goes if this project taught me one thing it's that tolerance variances are real the diameter of our pencils from flat face to flat face range from 7.15 millimeters on a pencil with very little lacquer like Blackwing 211 up to 7.25 millimeters on a pencil with extensive finishing like the 602 Point, 0.1 millimeters may not sound like much 
but that variability is quickly doubled when factoring in uh, plus or negative 0 0.05 millimeter tolerance required by our metal partner. So uh, they talked a little bit about their partnership that they originally had with John Fontaine from Metal Shop. They were trying to to put together like a um, like a point protector with him. And they were both very open about it. They talked about how they kind of decided to mutually like end that project because John is building his brand and they wanted something that they could like, you know, oversee in the supply chain a little bit more. So it's a, I completely understand like how hard this project was because it has to be so precise. I just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they, they got to where they were going to. Well, here's to hoping that there'll be a, uh, 2.0 version that's yeah, yeah that would be really point. awesome two point guardo I bet you they'll, they'll do it because they listen yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah like, there was not going to be a 602 until everybody hated the the mmx yeah that's true from what i understand they were yeah. like oh you know what let's do both cool <laughs> <laughs> now right. there's like 20 of them yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um tim how about you let's uh let's talk about your 2016 what is your favorite pencil of the of the year? My favorite pencil, by a long shot, I think, is actually the Blackwing Five Thirty. Yeah, I uh, I just I, that was one that I was not thinking I would like until I saw it in person. Hmm. Like I, you know, I gold. I mean, as soon as I hear gold, I'm just like, Ugh, whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no thanks. And I, same way with pens. Like if a pen has like gold finish on it, it's like I don't. I'm not a CEO or some something I don't, just, it makes me feel like I'm being overly fancy for some reason, yeah. which I know is stupid. But when I got it and saw it in person, that it's actually a lot more subtle than that sounds. Um, it's really pretty, and I love the band on the ferrule, and I love the core. It was hard not to pick the Steinbeck edition, but um, I just find myself picking up the 530 a lot more. So that that's definitely my favorite woodcase pencil that came out. And then in the pencil category, I had to include the Timber Twist. Mm. as one of my highlights of the year um yeah those shipped those shipped out this summer and i just think that was a which i've talked about before and i won't go on about it but i just think that's an all-around home run oh yeah so john killed it yeah uh john jay on the the timber twist they killed it so i, I had to give that i had to include that so the 530 oh, the timber I twist that. yeah mm -hmm. should have been on there sorry no yeah. um, what about taking the volumes 56 and putting a red eraser in it <laughs> that was pretty sweet too, but <laughs> it is Yankees at heart. Yeah. I, and that, that one I, I liked fine. I didn't. Uh, I used a couple of them. Yeah, it was it was a little strange. I, I don't think I disliked it like Johnny did. I mean, I, I liked it. Uh, yeah, and with the red <laughs> the red eraser, which was fun. That you know, using it to score games during the World Series, Cubs colors. Yeah, was fun. But, uh, you know, the thing with the pinstripes and then, like, the small print, it just seemed kind of a little wonky. Yeah. But but I'm glad they did a baseball edition, so I, like, I give them big props for that. So, overall, I liked it, but not, not at the top of my list. So, uh, as far as paper goes, my number one, I think, is actually the work play from Baron Fig. Mm. Huh. Um, I like that. Again, kind of like the 530, I liked it a lot more than I was expecting to. Um. So I just love the I love the feel of Baron Fig notebooks. The only downside to me with Baron Fig is just the the light color of the the outside of the confidant. I don't love um, as it gets beat up. So it was just cool to get one that's all black. And 
to surprise myself, I, I actually had fun with the the two different prints on the sides because it was pretty subtle with the dot grid. And, the, and of course, I always love blank. So, yeah, um, had a lot of fun with that. And then my uh, second uh, close behind that was the royal blue mm. from Wright Pats. So I I've been using that. I'm on my second one and need to try to find more of those because those are I love the color, love navy blue. I like the the print on the inside of the covers and the and the ledger lines. It just ticked all the bo- you know, checked all the boxes in my in my book with looking at, at pocket notebooks. So uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's surprising. My favorite mit- oh go ahead. I was just gonna ask the same thing you were gonna say. Oh, my favorite miscellaneous object of the year, which was not a new purchase but it was something I found um, that I had gotten as a wedding gift and forgotten about. And it got like packed away was we were given uh, a, for our wedding, we were given a couple pieces of pottery uh, and they were, I remember getting them and they're kind of unusual, cool looking. And we used them for like trays to put change and keys in and stuff. And just hadn't thought about it in a long time. And we moved into a new house. And so now I've got this little office, which I'm in right now. It's a, a work in progress, but I'm going to be able to set up my own desk and for the, for really for the first time in a room that's not our, like our old one was like in our living room. So now yeah. got got its own separate room. And I was actually talking with, uh, texting with Mike Dudek about a new thing that he's making me, which I'm not going to talk about this time, but I'll talk about once. You better talk once about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I'll talk about it a little bit, but it's a, I was talking about an idea for a new piece from Dudek and uh, one of the elements that was discussed was uh, something to put shavings in like a little for him to drill out like a big circular hole and I could put my shavings in. And then I just kind of was thinking that that would be a little clumsy. And then I remembered that I had this dish. So I did some reverse research and we've had it for years and there's a few little details I knew about it and I I was able to find online that it's from a company called McCarty. I think it's McCarty's Pottery. It's out of Mississippi. Uh-huh. And it's a the piece I have here, we have two, but the one I'm using on my desk is sort of shaped like a half a clamshell. Um, it has like four little di- uh, dips in the front side, but then the back of the dish is rounded, and it's maybe two inches deep, and it's made of this really cool clay. It's like a teal color, but it's kind of mottled. And um, really funky looking. I'll put it on Instagram. But the cool story behind it is that this company was started because William Faulkner gave them access to a ravine on his property. So all of the, the clay that they made their poetry or their pottery from came from William Faulkner's property. Wow. For years, um, for a while. Uh, it isn't now, but it's it's a sim- they still use a similar style of clay. And so it looks just like the stuff that was on his property. And I was like, Hey, that's, you know, that's perfect. And it's, it looks like when I showed you that picture, Andy, you said, is it a ashtray for cigars or something? Yeah. Cause it looks like you could set cigars in. So what it turned into is I have a jar of pencils and when I sit down to write, um, when I finish one pencil and move on to the next one, I set it in the in the tray, almost like it is a cigar. And then I sharpen them and put them, put them back in the, can you light it up cup. and smoke it? Yep. And then I, I light all the, the shavings. <laughs> Just inhale it. Like incense. 
Um, so I love it. And that's, so that's on my desk now. And I, I posted a picture on Instagram of my desk. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Um, I got it all set up today. I moved this really cool old handmade desk that I found in the garage of the house we're living in. It's like, here we go. We got it all set up and I was sitting down to write and the opening, like where your legs go is like no joke, like six inches too short for me. Like I, I wasn't even close to fitting under, <laughs> fitting under the desk. It was like sitting at a baby desk. So I actually, I posted that picture and then I had to clear it all off and bring in just like a dining room table. <laughs> what is this? A desk for ants? Yeah. It's like, here we go. Ow. Damn. Yeah. Like it just didn't work at all. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love this thing, this, this little uh, dish and it's perfect for um, sharpening things into. And yeah. And, what Dudek is working up and he has his own idea in his head for, for it. But I think the basic idea is it's going to be something like, I like to have 12 sharp pen, pencil sharpened when I start writing. Mm-hmm. And then as I dull on my switch to the next one, kind of like that Steinbeck model, that's what I've been doing lately. And so he's making me with, it's kind of like a divide and there's 12 holes on one side and 12 on the other. Um, so I can put the, <laughs> When I cash one out, I can put it on the other side and just keep switching them. Oh, and that's then awesome. turn, that's really cool. Yeah. And then and then turn it around, and then I'll be able to just start over once I sharpen them. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and then in the middle, he's going to do um, a hole that fits a vertical uh, comb single hole long point sharpener because that's been like wow. kind of my, my favorite hand sharpener. So it just kind of slides right in. And he's he's got some other ideas, but he's – uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so he's working that in. So that's I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Huh. And uh, my biggest bummer, least favorite thing of the year uh, was not the product itself because I actually didn't get to try it. And that's kind of the bummer is the whole Pollux mm. fiasco of you know what they what the price was forced to be by the the company and then the fact that they just sort of disappeared. Yeah. That was a big bummer because I was so excited for that. Like that would have been in this thing, Dudex making for me, that would have been sitting in there instead of like single hole. Yeah. Um, and hopefully some, someday it will be, but I was just really, really bummed that I didn't get to try one, but also like I didn't want to order one cause they were just too expensive for me. So yeah. for, for what it was, yeah. which is not, which, you know, they're available at CW pencils, which is not them. Like we, we've talked about before, they weren't hiking up the price. That was what they were forced to price it at based on what, Rupert and whatever the hell it's called, um, Mobius and Rupert, Ru- Rupert and Rupert, Robert, Rupert, Siskel and Ebert, Siskel whatever, and Ebert. <laughs> whatever they're called. The Siskel uh, and Ebert sharpener. Yeah. 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 Um, Wallace and Gromit, whatever that company's <laughs> called. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was my main, uh, yeah. Boohoo of the year that I was hopefully can be rectified next year. Cool. So that's me. What about you, Andy? Um, I think my favorite pencils of the year. Um, I was trying to remember, and I, I, I know it didn't like come out this year, but I think I just sort of like discovered it uh, this year is the Nataraj Pop. Those were my favorite. My favorite yeah. just sort of like discoveries this year, and unfortunately now they're no longer available. So um, I feel like the Nataraj uh, Joys, J-O-Is, that they're kind of using to replace it at CW um, – I just, I don't know. I just don't like them quite as much. I, th- I think they're maybe just not as well made or um, the colors aren't just as good. Have you guys used any of the joys? Yeah, they're not finished very well. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's kind of what I thought. Um, 
but yeah, they, those were great while well lasted. I, I have some extras that I'm just trying to be careful with. Um, I, also, I haven't tried either of those. Yeah, so. I should send you a, um, I should send you one to each so you can just kind of like see see the differences. But well, here's you what you're missing. I will, you know, I will if you send one, I will test it and then lovingly send it back. <laughs> if it's something you like, though, yeah. yeah, I've got that's cool. But that would be nice. I like to share. Uh, <laughs> sharing, sharing, is caring. caring. So uh, <laughs> I I do really like the archers, the Baron Fig archer pencils. They were introduced this year. Um, I I think part of the reason I like them a lot is because I just got to kind of be part a little bit of the evolution of them, like as they kind of came together from Baron Fig. I didn't. I certainly didn't like have any like direct design input, but I gave them my feedback about like my favorite pencils and. I got to see an early prototype and just kind of like play around with it. So I like how it performs and I also like how it um, just kind of came together. You know, those guys are just so careful with their, with their products and like their, like what goes into it. I think that this was such a good like example of that. Um, and then I, I think I was trying to think of my favorite black wings edition for the year. Um, and I think my favorite is the 344. Like it's, I like how how it writes. Um, it has the six hundred two core. It's really nice. Um, <laughs> I do like burgundy is not one of my favorite colors, but I still really <laughs> I still really like it. Like I think it looks cool. Um, I like the concept. You know, it's it's very photography based, very California based, kind of Bay Area based even. And of course, it's like paying tribute to to a woman instead of like dead white dudes. It's a dead white <laughs> dead white lady. Uh, so I think the, I think the 344 was my favorite kind of followed up pretty, pretty closely by the 530. I, I feel about it sort of the way Tim was. I wasn't like thrilled with it until I got one in my hands and got to try it out. Like, mm-hmm. I just love that black stripe. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. Funny. Cause it's such like an inconsequential little I know, I know. detail. It's just, it's just like, such a good detail though. I, I'm thinking about pulling, like putting that on an old Blackwing 602, like a, Palomino Blackwing 602 to make just sort of an early model Blackwing mm. tribute. You need to do that. Do that hackwing. Oh, I like where your I like where your head's at. <laughs> I haven't done I haven't done any hackwing in a yeah. while. We did we had we had a hackwing <laughs> craze going on for a while. We did. I, I started. I'm gonna have to renew that domain soon. Hackwing.club. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Um, yeah, so those are kind of my three favorite pencils of the year trying to think of my three favorite papers uh papers of the year i i definitely discovered um well because it came out this year was the write notepads reporters book i yeah i like the um good call i like the blackwing or the blackwing the byline a lot um but i think i think that the write notepads one was much more functional and just such good quality like it's really simple really good quality um i had a brain fart that probably would have been on my list too if I had thought of it. <laughs> yeah. Because that, like, maybe in front of the royal blue, because that was, just, yeah, that's a great notebook. And I use that every single day. Yeah. It, I use it. It's, it stays on my desk at school, like, permanently. Do you do, you do lists in it, or what do you do with mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Lists, if I'm kind of doing a, a sketch of the lesson plans for next week, you know, I'll take a page and put Monday through Friday and just kind of jot down what I want so that when I come back to it, I can yeah. transfer it over. Yeah. I um, I like it a lot just because it's really like durable. It's thick. Um, it's it's not as bendy as like the byline slash front page. Um, and when when we when Katie and I were looking for an apartment, we used it just to like record all of our things. So I uh, and I still have all like the different 
things in the front of it that we looked at. Um, yeah, it's such a solid guy. It's, I I take it to meetings too. It's a good yeah good meetings notebook. Yeah. So yeah, kudos on that. Um, my favorite field notes is the lunacy one, specifically because it's black and it has the reticle grid. Those are two of my favorite things. Um, the the cutout moon is really is like nice, but that's not like my my main reason I like it. They just make really good looking black notebooks. Like, I don't know what it is. All of their black notebooks are kind of a win for me. Like Raven's Wing and Pitch Black mm-hmm. and Night Sky. Mm-hmm. Night Sky is my favorite or maybe second favorite edition. Um, and then uh, uh, Kindred Spirit is really great too. That's the Write Notepads. Kindred Spirit is my favorite. I I love that orange. I love the orange insides. It just feels really cheerful and nice. Yeah. Nice. I have not managed to find a blue one, but someday maybe. <clears throat> I wonder how many – do we have any idea how many are like still floating out there, I wonder? Um, I guess we'll find out soon if they're gonna, people yeah, are going to check in with Chris. From what I understand, most of the 25 have been discovered. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. There's only 25? Yeah. Yeah. What? Gosh. <laughs> 25 I had out of 750 packs. Gosh. I had my head that it was like 100. That's crazy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, favorite miscellaneous objects. Uh, this is a little bit different. Um, there's something called a grid it. Have you guys heard of this? Mm-mm. Something from Lord of the Rings? This is something from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's a, it's one, one <laughs> grid to rule them all. <laughs> no, it's a... Um, it's basically like a flat piece of like, it's not cardboard. I would say it's like a thin, flat plastic. And kind of wrapped around it all are just like dozens and dozens of elastic bands. And they're kind of like arranged in a grid. Um, I have a, I'll have a link in show notes. I have one in the, the episode doc right now. Um, since you can't get in here, Tim Mail, I'll text this to you. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like, a, just like a thing on which you can strap in cables and sharpeners and pencils and uh, dongles for your computer and all sorts of things. So I, I generally keep a sharper, uh, my, my masterpiece on there. Um, I generally keep like an eraser tucked in there and a bunch of cables and a pair of headphones. Um, and it, it just like slides into your bag then. So you can just keep all of your, your stuff on it. It's a little bit like uh, tactical, everyday carry-ish things, but, you know, whatever. It's really useful. I found it at um, Itoya Top Drawer, which is the, like, San Francisco, like, fancy Japanese travel accessories and stationery store. Um, it's pretty nice. Uh, they have different sizes. So I really love that. Um, I was also wondering, I cannot remember, did the Masterpiece come out this year? It's hard to know. 2015. Yeah, I was had it, it at the DC Pen Show. I had it. Um, yeah. Okay. So. I had I had masterpiece on here, but I I'll take it off because it was not it was not this year. But it's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a great. It is still yeah. awesome. Yeah. I I do like that long point. I, I do like it better than the Pollux. I think still. Um, that makes me feel better. Yeah. 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 I think <laughs> I think the masterpiece, in my opinion, is just still the best like little handheld long point you can get. Katie, Katie doesn't like long points very much. She prefers shorter points. So she does not care for the masterpiece. What a weirdo. More for me, yeah. I'll have to admit our, our marriage good. was a little on the rocks, but <laughs> kind, of, kind of hard. <laughs> um, least favorite, uh, Johnny already talked about the point protector. Um, most of my reasons are for exactly the same. Um, 
So the, the other one is I think Johnny and I may throw down a little bit. I think that one of my least favorite things was the Lenore notepad. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Peace. Um, not because of how just like gorgeous it was and like like what a great concept it was. Because I really love the Lenore pencils. I love the design of the Lenore. I love the way it looks. I like black notebooks. It was just that grid. Like too it was tight. Too tight. Too tight. And it, it's kind of the same reason I don't like the Doan paper. Um, mm-hmm. Because you have small handwriting. I have, I don't know, I have very like medium, I have, my handwriting is such, so in between like big grids and that tiny grid that Mm. it just doesn't, it just, I don't know, it just confuses me and it doesn't work. So (laughs) I'm just like, you know, when like, when the apes in 2001 A Space Odyssey are like circling the, the obelisk. And they're just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's, that's me in this notebook. <laughs> or like in Zoolander when they're trying to use that iMac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pound it on the top of it. Yeah. I just like get frustrated and can't, can't use that notebook. <laughs> but that's the, like, I, I love my, I love that the Lenore exists and I love those pencils and I still have my notebooks, but I just probably won't be using them because I just can't deal with that tight grid. I want to. I want you to make a video of you starting <laughs> trying to write in one, and starting going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I hope that you can forgive me, Johnny, for that. No, nope. that reason. <laughs> um, no, I, I too have seen this uh, this new one, and it's going to be amazing. So. Oh man! Oh yeah! So stoked! Yeah, definitely planning the way for that one. So uh, yeah. Um, let me get in here real quick and look at some of the um, some of the poll items. I actually pulled those three. Like, who, what was everybody's favorites of the uh, of Field Notes and Blackwing and uh, Write Notepads? And let's see here on Twitter. Uh, did you guys know you can do polls on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have been using this like third party app for Twitter for so long that doesn't do it. I completely didn't realize it. So. I started. Uh, you, which one do you use? Uh, I use Tweetbot. I started using that like a month I, ago. I like and I'm it. done. Like I, I don't want to do. I don't want to use it anymore. I guess I used the uh, the Twitter app for too long. And See, now I've been using Tweetbot for way too long. So when I go back to the Twitter app, it's just too junky because there's all those recommended tweets and all those. See, I don't miss that. Yeah, I just I hate that with Tweetbot. It's so it's so hard to see like the previous conversation that like yeah. a tweet is part of yeah you have to like go into like click the settings button and then like yeah. view history and then see it. uh pro tip yeah. if you if you tap on a, a tweet and then swipe to the left it will it will show you the conversation sorcery <laughs> what is this what? wizard <laughs> <laughs> you so, hold on it you you hold down on it i'll uh i'll i'll, I'll record a little video for you later okay thank you <laughs> all right go on proceed I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excuse me I, I like it, I think, because it sort of like froze Twitter at 2012. Like it doesn't have all of this <laughs> other stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't do stuff like polls. Uh-huh. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so everybody by far uh, who voted for um, their favorite Field Notes release was Lunacy. So we had 38 votes on Twitter. Uh, 45% of them liked like Lunacy. Um, it looks like the least favorite was Sweet Tooth. Who, who was it who ate it? Is it you, Johnny? No, it was you, Tim. It's, well, yeah, it was yeah. me. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> sorry, and then yeah, Byline and, Winter, and Black Ice kind of came in like just about the same. Um, 
black ice a little bit less than byline. Uh, let me look at <laughs> Facebook for that. <laughs> it looked like um, uh, I should be more prepared. Why didn't I prepare, guys? We have a lot of activity in our group. Okay, so yeah, um, lunacy was by far the most popular on Facebook. We had like thirty responses there. Byline was second favorite. Black Ice was third, Spring was fourth. So I think it's kind of along the same lines. Uh, it looked like as far as Blackwing went, Steinbeck Volume Twenty Four was by far people's favorite. Really? Out of out of forty out of thirty nine votes, more than half of those were for the Volume Twenty Four. Um, Three Forty Four Dorothy Lang was the was the second most favorite. Twenty one percent of people like that the best. And then it was Volume Fifty Six for Joe DiMaggio for Volume. Excuse me, eighteen percent of people like volume fifty six the best, and only seven percent liked the five the gold rush the best, which is surprising. Um, I think it must be the gold, yeah. Uh, and then Twitter or Facebook was our Facebook group was I think just about the same. Yeah, looks like the ordering is is the same there. Um, yeah. Write notepads, it looked like, oh, wow. And, uh, so 25 votes on Twitter. Uh, the Royal Blue and Kindred Spirit were both tied at 40%. And then Lenore was only 20%. So, uh, yeah. And then I think Ooh. that Facebook, I think our group is just about the same. Um, Kindred Spirit was, oh, wow. It was actually Kindred Spirit was a lot more than Lenore. Uh, but then Royal Blue was less than Lenore, which is interesting. So no, that one was different. That's interesting. Johnny, did you rig this somehow? No. <laughs> um, Bribes. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then somebody else in here put Unknown Winter <laughs> as an option. I didn't put that as an option, no, but that, I would have voted I'm for that. I'm pr- pretty sure that was Gary. Uh, it looks like looks like Gary left that, and then he's the he's the sole person who voted on it. So, yeah. So, free marketing research for you, Blackwing, write notepads, and, and uh, field notes. You can, uh, free nothing. You know where to send your checks. Yeah, exactly. Check in the mail. <laughs> Make that check out to Gamber, G-A-M-B-E-R. Um, Junior, John Junior. Yes. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> Anything, um, I, I tried kind of hard to try, to try to pull together a list of the CW Pencils, Pencils of the Month this past year. Um, but I actually didn't have any like any list of that pulled together, and I didn't want to. I was too lazy to dig for it, so I don't have. Johnny, what, what do you have a favorite um, subscription item of the year from CW Pencils? Uh, I didn't subscribe to that one. Oh, you didn't? I didn't either. I forgot about it until it was too late. Me too. I yeah. You don't have that, do you, Tim? Mm, I do not. Okay. I actually don't have any subscription, so it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's just I don't I don't subscribe to anything. I yeah. I. The I don't notebooks. subscribe I just, to that belief. I don't subscribe to anything. I don't the, no, the, the notebooks. I don't believe any of you crazy people. The nihilists. Yeah, people even nothing put on my, about. Put in my my tinfoil hat. Yeah, you nihilist. That must be exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't subscribe to any notebooks because I have all of the notebooks. Like I just have too many, and uh, the only one I'm tempted to is. Maybe the confidant subscription next year, yeah, and then uh, 
the Blackwing, but even with Blackwing, I'd I'd rather just wait and find out what it is and then order it. Yeah. So. There you go. Cool. Anything else before we wrap up? Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy oh, New Year to you. in pencil news, 2017 is Thoreau's 200th birthday, July oh, 12th. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. That's cool. And isn't it also Calcedar's 100th anniversary? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they, they're doing a, I don't know if it's a secret, or I hope it's not a secret, they were going to do a book. Mm. So, yeah. that sounds pretty awesome, actually. That is awesome. I'd read the crap out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, 2017, hopefully... Hopefully a better year for many for many reasons. Doubtful. <laughs> D- yeah. Doubtful. I have a feeling that it's going to be some bad years until maybe 2020-ish. The Cubs, <laughs> won- <laughs> the Cubs won the World Series this year. So yeah, that was the, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Next year being, were, being better is not going to happen. There were two babies born of, of a race of hosts yeah. in 2016. Oh, yeah. That's not too bad. Was that before or after the Cubs won the World Series? I don't remember. <laughs> Does anybody remember? <laughs> Just kidding. My point. My point of reference. Yeah. Does anybody remember? It, w- it was before. Yeah. <laughs> I got to meet Johnny's lovely wife this year. It was good company. Yes. Definitely. Good company. Cool. All right, guys. That's like this. Two old guys to be good company. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll uh, we'll button this up. Um, I, uh, that, that was awkward. Uh, Johnny, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> hang, on, uh, hang, hang on while I button this up. Hang on. Yeah. And I lost it. <laughs> and, and I'm ready. Okay. Good. Oh my God. Sorry. Smooth. I am a podcast host. <laughs> Johnny, where, Mixler. where can people find you on the internet? Um, eventually I'll update my website, which is pencilrevolution.com. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at no, I'm sorry, Twitter at Pen Solution and Instagram at my name. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Tim? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Cool. And I am Andy Wellfley. I am on uh, WoodClinched.com uh, or on Twitter at, at a Wellfley or on Instagram at the same. Um, this is the Erasable Podcast. You can find us at Erasable.us. Uh, we're in episode number 66. Uh, we're two thirds of the way to, um, to hundred. Uh, you can find our, this episode and show notes and more information at erasable.us slash 66. Come join our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Uh, we're 1400 plus people and we have amazing discussions. Uh, one of the best online communities of the internet, uh, or come check out our Facebook page, erasable podcast on Facebook. Uh, erasable podcast on Twitter and Instagram as well to find us on social media. And, uh, yeah, we will be back in 2017 with, uh, brand new episodes, lots of fresh new pencil news, fresh points, if you will. Uh, yeah. And everybody have a, have a good new year's. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.